Hello, my name is Charlie Moores and you're about to listen to a shortcast written and recorded by Luke, a member of the North Hants Hunt Sabs. Luke discusses the work the group does, sabbing the notorious Cottesmore Hunt, which hunts mainly in Rutland, Leicestershire and Lincolnshire, the aggression of so-called hunt stewards hired by the Cottesmore and pro-hunt bias shown by Leicestershire police. Hi, uh, my name's Luke. I am a sab with the Northampton Hunt Saboteurs and uh, I've been asked to do this shortcast to generally talk about the campaign that ourselves and our, our good friends from uh, Hertfordshire Hunt Saboteurs are currently running on the Cottesmore Hunt. The campaign started early on in the 2018-19 season. Uh, I joined the group shortly after, a few months after, and uh, got stuck in with it, really. The Cottesmore Hunt are a big hunt. They're one of the main Shire packs. They're sort of 355, 356 years old now. So, yeah, they're, they're quite a big quite a big target. Like I say, that sort of began in 2018. And we're now on our fourth season, sabbing the Cottesmore. That's every single Saturday for the last four seasons. In that time, we've also managed to cover quite a lot of the midweeks as well, most notably Tuesdays. Tuesdays is uh, sort of the hunt's biggest day, really. It attracts a lot of field riders, uh, anywhere up to sort of 70, really, they can get. But we've been seeing those numbers uh, coming down, which is which is good. Yeah, sort of more on a, on a personal level. Before joining with North Ant Sun Subs, I spent a really good couple of years with the West Midlands Hunt Saboteurs during the Atherston Hunt campaign, which, uh, of course, as everybody knows by now, was a successful one. And they are a hunt that no longer exists, which is great. And that's what you know we should all be aiming for for every hunt in this country. They need to be shut down, and you know they can't carry on with what they've been doing for so many hundreds of years. Like I said, over three hundred and fifty years in the Cottesmore's case. So. I learned a lot in, in that couple of seasons, really, with the West Mids guys um, on the Addison campaign. And I think that more groups, you know, should sort of take take on board from that and target one individual hunt and get to learn about that hunt, their meets, their riders, the masters, the supporters, you know, and uh, build up a profile. But So with the Cottesmore um, four seasons in, I think we know them pretty well, inside and out, really. Uh, their meets, where they like to go, which woods they'll hunt first, you know, where foxes will run from. And that's valuable. That, that's valuable information. So currently with the Cottesmore, their huntsman, Chris Edwards, will be leaving at the end of this season. Uh, Whippering, Joe Emmett, will be leaving at the end of this season. There's change of staff there, which is never a good sign for them, but of course a good sign for us. We're doing pretty well. But one of the one of the big things that we've had to deal with throughout these uh, four seasons at the Cottesmore has been the level of aggression uh, and violence from the hunt, and in particular their stewards, <laughs> which you know are effectively hired thugs by the hunt to stop us from getting to the to the hunt, and obviously stopping them killing foxes, which is you know of course why we're there and why they employ these people. Yeah, we've had members of our group put in hospital a couple of times, uh, broken ribs, uh, only this season actually. Um, one of our guys got, got his ribs broken when he was pulled off a gate. 
so they are notoriously a violent hunt, and I think everybody across the country knows that now. You know, due to their own behaviour and us being there and exposing it, they have put themselves on the map, really, as being one of the, if not the most violent hunt in the country. But it's one of them things that you have to you have to go with and uh, show dogged determination to not give up and not give in, which is something we will not do until the job's done. When I say that, I mean the hunt shut. You know, they, they can bring <laughs> as many boys out as they want. We're not going to go anywhere. You know, they should know that. Yeah, so, so the violence has been a key thing. I mean, I've been strangled with a hunting horn several times, bruises left all over me when I come back from, from a day's sabbing, threats to to myself about where I live, because that's something that they know, like with a few of us. But, you know, that sort of stuff you have to cope with, like I say, and it's the same for, for the rest of the group. Everybody's had a lot of trouble from, from the stewards. There's been a lot of violence dished out. But this season... It's been a little bit different in in the fact that I think we've made a better better use of of the press. For example, when when one of our guys was pulled off the gate and uh, had his ribs broken, we took that straight to the press, the local press. And you know we've had to do that quite a few times this season, and it it certainly dampened their numbers of stewards. Um, whereas before, you could get anywhere up to ten, twelve, fourteen. Uh, stewards out on quad bikes at the moment you're looking at sort of five or six so their numbers have come down as well and that that's about exposing them and exposing their bad behavior if they want to beat us up and attack us then we're not going to take it lying down we're going to out them and expose them publicly for what they are which is a violent gang of criminals who like to hunt foxes and beat people up who want to stop that from happening so uh yeah we, we've taken things up a notch um, with the press and of course, doing stuff like this is, is is really good because we can get our word across, um, and it all helps. So, obviously, very grateful for this opportunity as well. Um, and of course, another great thing that's happened this season. Only back in November, they were sort of two weeks into the main hunting season, was uh, our colleagues, uh, Hertfordshire Hunt Saboteurs, managed to get some incredible footage, really, of. Uh, one of the Cotsmore Hunt riders, I think we all know who she is by now, punching and kicking a horse, which shows another side to the hunts, that it's not just the foxes that get abused and, and killed and ripped apart, but you've also got other animals uh, within the hunt, i.e. the horse in this instance, that are getting abused themselves. Punching and kicking a defenceless horse in public is just unbelievable. Um, and if she's doing that in public, what's she doing back at the stables, you know? So yeah, that that was a really big thing, and great credit to the Hearts Sabs who, who got that because that went all over all over the world. Really, that that video has <laughs> been viewed hundreds of thousands of times, made the national press. So that was uh, sort of another little nail in the coffin of the Cottesmore. Really, they actually didn't come out hunting the following Saturday, hiding away in their kennels. They were so yeah, that had a major effect on them. Numbers of riders have certainly dropped since we started this, like I say, four seasons ago. Some Saturdays now, they've only got 20, 25 riders out. Come second horse and they can be left with five, six, seven. And that's a big thing to campaigning against the hunt is obviously affecting their uh, subscriptions, um, i.e. paying field riders. 
because it costs a lot of money to ride with these hunts, you know, especially a, a big name, a, a um, prestigious pack like the Cottesmore. Like I said earlier, one of the Shire packs, along with like the Quorn and the Beaver, Fernie. Yeah, it's it's the the heart of hunting. It's Leicestershire. There's no getting away from that. It's it's a sort of big thing to affect if you can if you can knock the numbers of riders down. You knock the income. Sort of going on to more about the income of the hunt. We've held uh, many demonstrations against the Cottesmore uh, with their fun rides, which they they've been doing out of season. So uh, last calendar year. Uh, so 2021 off the top of my head I think they held eight fun rides charging riders 20 to 25 pound to ride around their country uh, so for a couple of hours just a bit, a bit of a ride about this doesn't include hounds or chasing foxes or anything it's simply uh, trying to pull in horsey people that may not be involved with the hunt but trying to pull them in and say yeah have a ride around our country and you know see how fantastic it is give us 20 25 pound and that goes into their pockets to keep the hunt funded so yeah we we held our first one towards the back end of april this last year anyway so we held that in the back end of april and again the last one then that year was uh i believe sort of towards september uh, maybe october and the number of riders on those has also gone down massively you know all we do is is uh have a presence at the entrance, hold the banners to show exactly what the Cottesmore do do. We've got a couple of banners with uh, foxes that the hunt have, have killed and foxes that they've chased as well. So we're just really letting people know what their money's going to. So that's another successful angle um, that we've had, which is, is uh, driving the income down to the Cottesmore. Of course, we'll continue to do them as long as the hunt continue to host these fun rides Um in our time uh, sabbing the Cottesmore, we've witnessed two foxes killed, which, to be honest, is a, a very low amount, uh, considering if we hadn't have been there every single Saturday, you know, a lot of the midweeks as well, they could kill two in one day quite easily. We witnessed a kill on the 16th of February 2019 and also on the 25th of January 2020. That just shows that, of course, they're not trail hunting or hunting to a bird of prey. They are out there putting their hounds into areas they know foxes are going to be, uh, i.e. woods and scrub. And they are out there chasing foxes and trying their best to kill foxes. So we, we've been quite successful at stopping them. We use various methods, um, traditional sabbing. We've got a couple of horn blowers, so we will use the huntsman's horn calls to the opposite effect of what he does to pull the hounds away from the line of a fox to allow the fox to escape uh, and again we've been quite successful at doing that as well the cracks of whips uh, when the hounds are picking up on the scent uh, which is known as going in cry crack of a whip is a sort of demand really to the hounds um, to stop what they're doing and also use sort of rating calls to again tell the hounds off um, and try and try and stop them so that's the traditional savvy methods really of course we use video cameras I and mean, have used them to good effect as well. The hunters don't really like being filmed because, of course, they know they're breaking the law. So that, that can put them off as well quite a bit. As we've been pretty successful at actually sabbing the hunt during our time, that leads back to why they hire many, many stewards on the day's hunting to come out and you know try and stop us because 
They know if we get into the field, we can have a big impact on, on their day. And they know that. That leads on to the police, Leicester Police. The police are pretty useless. You know, we can hope that things will change on that front. But, uh, yeah, in, in Leicestershire, they've, over the years, they've always been bad. Um, they've always tried to aid the hunts um, and try to stop us, us, I mean, Sabs in general. And, uh, yeah, that, that sort of hasn't, hasn't changed um they've got their policing uh unit known as the uh, operation blackthorn which deals with hunting issues in and around leicestershire and uh surrounding counties nottinghamshire and so on and uh the police have you know they've never seemed to follow up uh investigations we you know we've had uh our subs have been assaulted and the police will, will ask for evidence supply the evidence and it gets no further action Recently, the, one of our subs who, who was pulled off the gate I mentioned earlier, he ended up with two broken ribs, like I said. The police attended pretty quickly, to be fair. We gave statements, also supplied video evidence. And, yeah, shortly after, a few weeks, months later, the sub in question was phoned and told that it won't be going any further. And the hunt thug who did this to him, all he would have to do is write a letter of apology. Um, despite the fact that he actually admitted to the police that, yes, he did. He did pull the sub off the gate. <laughs> you know, it, it, the level of corruption, it, it does run deep. But I think everybody knows that. So we, of course, are out there doing the job that the police should be doing. Hunting's uh, illegal. But more importantly, hunting foxes is immoral, totally immoral. You know, we've got the backing of the majority of the country and our our efforts are, of course, going to remain with the Cottesmore hunt. Our goal is to shut the hunt down and hopefully hunting in this country will be banned very, very soon. They are on the edge, uh, hunts across the country. The level of violence is slightly up and again because, in my opinion, you know, it feels like the hunts know that they're on the edge and they are close to collapsing. It's an organised crime at the end of the day. And, uh, yeah, we will not stop until until we've won. Um, and I speak for every sub, every anti-hunt campaigner, monitor, um, whatever. I, I speak for everybody when I say that we are fully committed to ending uh, fox hunting in this country. As for us, yeah, please um, keep up to date with what we do. Um, you can check us out on, on our Facebook page, Instagram. We've got a YouTube channel as well now uh twitter so yeah we're out there if you want to uh follow what we do thank you very much to off the leash podcast for giving us this opportunity to, to speak about um our joint campaign along with the uh, harp chance saboteurs against the cosmore hunt thank you luke from north hans hunt serbs if you'd like to learn more about the group they are on facebook at north hans hunt saboteurs on Instagram at Northhance Hunt Sabs and Twitter at Enhance Hunt Sabs. You can donate to them at coffee.com forward slash Northhance Hunt Sabs. We've posted all those links in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. If you or your organisation would like to create a shortcast of your own, please get in touch and we will explain what you need to do. You can leave us a message at offtheleashpodcast.co.uk on Twitter at OTL Podcasts or on Instagram at OTL Pods. 
And if you'd like to hear more powerful audio supporting wildlife, animal rights and the environment, we're on all major streaming platforms. Just look for Off The Leash Podcasts and subscribe for free.